Hello everybody, it is me, Jennifer, your host of the Make Each Other Watch podcast, and I am still a lonely warrior. <laughs> no, I'm not even a warrior. Um, I am just a lonely loner. If you have not listened to the previous episode, um, it will catch you up on everything that's going on with the podcast. And yeah, it's just me, Jennifer here with you (laughs) and today I will be talking about the movie Marry Me the 2022 film I will be going over the plot and then letting you guys what I thought during the course of watching this film um and let you know my thoughts on like whether I think you guys should watch it or not you know but teach your teach their own if you Want to watch it? Go watch it. But if you're a fan of Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Lopez is doing the doing her thing. She's a fellow Jennifer, and I love her. I am a fan of Jennifer Lopez. Is that bias in watching this film? No, because there are some movies that, that I've watched of Jennifer Lopez, and I just can't make it through. But this movie, I made it through, and I'll tell you why. Let's get started. So, I'm looking at the I at the. I keep saying IMDb, but the Wikipedia page and it's showing the theatrical release poster. And that poster is awesome. Like, it's cool because it has everybody in it that's like starring in it. It has Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson, and Maluma. But like Jennifer Lopez is on the street with Owen Wilson and Maluma and Jennifer Lopez are on the poster. So it's like everybody's in this poster without it being weird. I don't know. Like, if you look at it, you'll see what I'm saying. Look up the uh, the movie poster for Marry Me. And it's pretty cool. Like, I like how they did that. Whoever came up with that art. Cool. Um, or that, yeah, like, art design. Is that art design? Is that? Yeah, because it's art because somebody created it. But anyways, this movie is directed. You, you might hear my mouse clicking because I'm actively on my computer um just going through this so i'm so sorry if you hear clicks and typing but this is like real life people i'm in my office talking to you guys so anyways this is directed by kat corio um i hope i'm saying your last name right if not sorry um this movie oh Okay, this movie is starring Jennifer Lopez, of course, Owen Wilson, Maluma, John Bradley, Chloe Coleman, and Sarah Silverman, who, who I love. I love Sarah Silverman. Um, some of her comedy in the past is questionable, but I'm not going to be one of those people that cancels a comedian for something they said eight years ago about black people. So yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'm just going to look at her and judge her. Um and say, hmm, I wonder what goes on in your house. I wonder what goes on behind closed doors. What you have to say, baby girl. So anyways. <laughs> no. Anyways, uh, so the release date, this came out around Valentine's Day. And it came out this year. And I'm sort of like, are we living in a time where things just move that fast? Because it is June and I watched this movie and it was just released in February and it's already on Amazon Prime. So is that technically straight to video? But then again, I pay for Amazon Prime and then Amazon Prime, like the movies and stuff are included. So is that technically like straight to video? 
sort of like category I don't know anyways or is that just like the age we live in where everything's just available immediately because I feel like Batman came out and it's probably going to be on Amazon Prime for probably like four more months so okay it was released February 9th um in Los Angeles but world well not worldwide in the United States it was released February 11th the runtime is 112 minutes it wasn't too long it actually went by good like it was a good amount of time to watch a movie I watched it right before I went to bed and finished the movie all in one sitting it was great guys felt good the budget was 23 million dollars and at the box office office it made 50.5 million dollars and I am shocked I'm so shocked like I I'm like wow this movie actually did good it made its money back which is like awesome Okay, so the movie starts out, I believe, with Jennifer Lopez singing. Well, they do, like, this montage of Jennifer Lopez and Maluma's. I'm sorry, I'm going to be saying Jennifer Lopez and Maluma and Owen Wilson's names. Like, I'm not going to say the characters' names. Okay, so Jennifer Lopez plays Cad. Owen Wilson plays, um, what the heck is this guy's name? Charlie Gilbert. (laughs) Oh my god, this is the basic of the basic names. And Meluma plays Bastion, whose actual name is Sebastian. Um, and I don't know why I can remember everybody else's character name except for Owen Wilson's character name. I'm like, Charlie? Oh my god. And he looks like a Charlie in the movie. But, anyways, um, Sarah Silverman plays. Um, shit parker yeah remember that see i remember that off the top of my head and then chloe coleman who is um owen wilson he she plays owen wilson's daughter her name is lou like what where'd y'all get lou what they had to have a mixed child in this movie because they were like there's no way People are going to believe that Owen Wilson would date anyone outside of his race. Like, they had to do that in order to put in your head that it is possible for white Owen Wilson to be in a uh, a biracial relationship. Because he produced this beautiful child from a biracial relationship already. Like, he's open to all races, you know. So, it sounds like I said open to all racists. Oh no, no, I said open to all races. Yeah, so, um, but that relationship didn't work out. Subsequently, they had a daughter. The mom is already married to someone else, you know, and it's a whole thing. So, Charlie is pretty much alone. Okay, so pop star Kat Velez, Jennifer Lopez, is a long known starlet of the Latin community who has had two failed high profile marriages. Um, so yeah, they go through that they have a whole bunch of like actual like they pull some strings for this movie they had jimmy fallon they had like et inside edition i don't know who's i don't know but they had a whole bunch of like well-known tv shows actually and tv show hosts and anchors i don't know what they're called personalities on set for this movie oh yeah they had hoda in this movie it was crazy like they had a whole bunch of stuff a whole bunch of people i think they had ryan seacrest's voice in here 
like they they were just they had everybody after marry me a song by cat and her fiance bastion becomes a chart topper across the world they plan to hold their wedding ceremony in front of a, a streaming audience at one of cat's concerts okay so <laughs> with the beginning of this movie everything's like a whirlwind it's like a machine their relationship is sort of like a machine it seems like the more they do the more involved fans get the more the world gets and it's like at what point do you guys actually like do you guys actually spend time together outside of all these people all these wranglers all these assistants all these managers being around like this is a like money thing like a it, it really is just a popularity thing and yeah like a machine it's just a machine and i did not really see them together having an actual relationship it was just all the glitz and glamour and staged and just all for show almost that's what the that was the feeling i got like do you really like this person or is it just like you're so caught up in this whirlwind of celebrity that you don't know like this is just your reality it's almost like playing house or playing dolls almost i don't know sort of meta in a way <laughs> am i getting too deep am i going too far because i feel like she was not in control of anything it was just people doing for her and people doing for him and the the fans also setting the stage or like you know writing the script for them it was just like she was not in control of this relationship she was not steering the ship i guess you could say there's this whole like hyped up event with their them getting married on stage which is like crazy because what celebrity would do that like somebody that is really cloud chasing like they were cloud chasing for sure it was crazy because ain't no way i'm getting married even as a celebrity like oh no tana mojo did it they did get married oh a lot of i think a lot of um reality show and youtubers do but they do it after the fact like they oh my god tana mojo is this a movie about tana mojo because she did she did get married live oh my god the parallels anyways so i feel like it was just like a people uh, jennifer lopez was getting swept up i feel like bastian knew that he knew the role he was playing like he knew he was doing it for clout like come on like he was very much a cloud chasing he was doing it for the fans he was not doing it for love or anything i don't think he loved cat at all jennifer lopez no i think he just liked the script of it the fantasy of it that's what it is like the fantasy he was living up to the fantasy he was giving the people what he what they wanted but you know this is not his story this is jennifer lopez's story so Jennifer Lopez is like sort of like I truly do love Bastion and uh she's ready to get married and everything 
And um, so then we cut to Charlie Gilbert. Okay, so Owen Wessel's character is a divorced math teacher. And his friend Parker, who is Sarah Silverman, convinces him to come to the concert where Kat and Bastian are getting married because her girlfriend that she was dating broke up with her. So now she has these two extra tickets. And so she's like, it would be really cool if um, you and Lou came with me. Let's talk about Lou and Charlie real quick. So, okay. So Charlie, like I said earlier, is divorced from Lou's mother. I don't know her name at all. They don't really talk like they don't really show her they show her like 15 seconds in the film black woman she's you know she waves goodbye she didn't even say like hey uh how's it going see you next tuesday nothing she just waved goodbye um when she was picking up lou from school it was just kind of weird but lou tells us that the the mother well Charlie's ex has found a new relationship. So Lou has a stepdad. They're really cool. They do fun, exciting things. And I think Lou is in that weird stage. Like, only thing I could compare it to is like Rudy Huxtable stage. You know, Rudy Huxtable went through so many stages on the Cosby show where she was like the baby and she was from the baby to the big kid into the baby into the sort of teenager stage and then like after that sort of got canceled but then the i mean not canceled the show went off air but then later on in life you saw rudy hustle and you're like damn she's a woman oh my gosh she's beautiful so i think lou is going to that big kid to teenager stage where it's like uh i don't really want to do anything like you know that stage where kids don't want to have anything to do with their parents and then the rebellious thing to do is when you're angry is take the side of the other parent sometimes or get away from or or i don't know i, th I feel like sometimes parents take it personal when kids are just figuring themselves out so maybe it's just a thing of owen wilson was just taking it personal that that Lou wanted to just figure things out herself. Um, and he just started to press down on her. He was just like, you know, when a guy is like trying so hard and that makes him less attractive to you. So not, but not in a father daughter way, but like, okay, let's relate that to a father daughter way. But so like, if one of your parents is just pressing so hard for you to hang out with them, you're like, why are you trying so hard? Like, let me do my thing. Like, back off. So, it was sort of like that. He was just trying to get her to be in the math leagues. She's very smart. She's very good. She, But she did have some fails. She was like, she got stage fright at a previous event and caused the team to lose. And, yeah, so she was just struggling as a person internally, I feel. And he wasn't letting her deal with that, you know? But also, he was trying to pull her out of it. I feel like, I don't know, there's two sides of it. Like, leave her alone, but then also support her. But yeah, he was like pressing down on her a bit. <laughs> I don't know, it wasn't like bad or anything. I don't think he did a bad job. I just see both sides of the coin. Let's just say that. So anyways, um, so 
Parker is like, she would think you'd be a cool dad if you take her to this concert. And she's he's like, oh, yeah, because Lou has been pulling away a little bit. Let me try to get her to go to this concert. So they go to the concert. And Parker makes this sign that says, marry me. There's a lot of people out there that has the signs. You know, when you go to concerts, sometimes people make signs like, oh my God, I love you. You made the best song ever. Uh, yeah, marry me. So he was, Parker was holding a sign. Parker gave the sign to Charlie to hold. And he, um, he was just standing there holding the sign pretty much. But in the meantime, Kat is getting ready to go to the altar. She had performed. Okay, let's talk about the music in this freaking movie. This movie had bangers. They, she was like, church, 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 church. And I was like, oh my God. First, I was like looking like, I know this is sacrilegious. Like they had nuns, sexy nuns. And then Jennifer Lopez had the cross vibrating from her crotch you know up her asshole you know covering her tits and how it was bedazzled it was a bedazzled cross this woman was wearing you know covering her no-no bits it was fucking fantastic <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was ridiculous so she is before we church and i was like oh shit this is actually a fucking banger like i would listen to this like for real like i think they released this stuff though i i believe there's a sound, movie soundtrack and i think that uh i might listen to it because <laughs> it was actually really good um but then like there's the song marry me also and it's like marry me marry me say yes and jennifer lopez has i don't know say what you will about jennifer lopez in her singing or whatever but she is i feel like she's a good singer i think she um really worked on it really hard you could tell she's really done the work to really become a better singer like back in the day i feel like she was more of a you know just bare minimum not really trying like just starting out and you can say that about a lot of artists like but singing is a skill and with skills you have to work it or and singing as a muscle like you train it and you get better you know you learn the techniques and I feel like General Lopez has really done a good job at like singing in, in this movie and over the years like she's become way better there was a song on home where she was singing and that reminded me a bit of the song that was in this movie in the end i think it was called back to oh it's called on my way so that song really really made me feel something i was like oh my god this is so beautiful i don't know if i was slightly drunk or because <laughs> i was drinking i did have a drink while i was watching this movie to wind down and just relax but also like you know we work all day it's friday and i worked earlier and i want to wind down and watch a movie so i was drinking my drink and 
at the by the end of the movie that song came on, I was like really listening to it. Then it had the live band, and I was just like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Jennifer Lopez can fucking sing. Oh my god. So yeah, but anyways, yeah, these songs were bangers. I was like, oh my fucking god, get it. Um, but yeah, marry me, marry me, sing us. That's a banger. Like, why isn't this on the radio? I'm about to start requesting this shit to fucking kiss 107 because that shit was hot. So, yeah. And then, like, the mood. I wonder how long. I wonder, does it say in here how long it took to make this movie? Because I feel like the mood of this movie gives off, like, we did this in a month. So, bear with us. But this is also a Jennifer Lopez movie, so it's gonna be a fucking banger. You better come correct. But I got stuff to do, so we're gonna do this in a month. I don't know, it's like giving me like we shot this scene, we're gonna use this scene twenty five times in this movie and yeah, like the majority of the movie takes place in like a concert hall. Like I wonder if the stage that they use for the school Cause there are scenes in the school and then there's school, there's a school dance also. And then there's a concert. So I wonder if the concert, the school math, along math, decathlon, was it mathlite? I don't know what it is. Math competition. Is that the right word? I wonder if the math competition, the concerts and the school dance all took place on the same set sage and they just when it was the concert they just digitally altered it i could go back and look but i'm not going to because there were like balcony scenes in the concert and i'm like trying to think were there was there a balcony in the school auditorium and i want to say yes but maybe i'm wrong but i feel like the whole thing was just like done in like they had like fucking two sets because it takes place in concert hall the school auditorium that could all be like one set in the math um competition all one set okay and then it takes place at cat's house and then they had scenes where cat was getting ready but that was at cat's house as well so that's one location then we had charlie's house which i say Charlie's house is like was a really good set like it was it looked like a dad house like it was like sort of messy but not too messy and it was like not even like decorated too good but not decorated bad like it was it looked like a normal house and I want to say whoever did that set design did a really good job because that looked like a man's house that was a teacher like it looked like a teacher's house like a man teacher's house it had like the books but then it also looked lived in it looked like he had a daughter it looked like a man's house so anyways <laughs> so we had charlie's house and then we had like the airplane scenes but it's like okay we did the airplane scene that's like one another set so like that's like four sets that they pretty much used i feel honestly and then they had like the rooftop scenes but they could have did the rooftop scenes at 
the same location as they did Jennifer Lopez's apartment or whatever her house her house at. Like there could have been a rooftop there. But anyways, I say that to say like I feel like they didn't use too many sets and they didn't have to do too much. Oh my god, I just looked up that on my way was voted best best song from MTV movie and TV awards and I do I feel like that was like a really good song anyways so right before the concert there are videos coming out that Bastion was cheating on Cat with Cat's assistant you know bitch like, bitch, I pay you. I don't pay you to fucking suck my man's dick. I pay you to fucking go to the grocery store for me and shit. But there are people out there like that. And it happens. So that's why I said, like, I feel like this whole marriage was like a machine. And nobody really wanted to get married. It was just like the hype. You have to follow through. There's people telling you what to do as wranglers. There's fans that you don't want to disappoint. And it just gets away from you. And I don't think she really didn't realize that, hey, Bastion probably does not really like you like that, Jennifer Lopez. As much as it pains me to say that, like who would cheat on Jennifer Lopez? But hey, there are people... I don't know. No matter how beautiful you are, the fact of the matter is you can get cheated on. Men are men. I'm not saying all men cheat. I'm not going to do that whole trope. But like, people love who they love and people want to sleep with who they want to sleep with. Anybody could say, hey, I want to cheat. But like, depending on the circumstance, you never know what you'll do. And I feel like it's one of those things like... Bastion was just going with the flow and he wasn't really feeling like I feel like if you were really really in love with someone you wouldn't do something that would hurt their feelings so therefore you wouldn't cheat so I feel like Sebastian was not really in love with Kat at all and he was doing his own thing and he was just swept up in the hype of this you know machine that's fake he knows like it's fake you know so this news comes out right before Kat has to go on stage at the concert to perform Marry Me, you know? So she finds out, she goes up on stage and she makes this whole speech about trying something different. You know, if you want different results, do something different. And she sees fucking Owen Wilson. <laughs> Out in the audience with the marry me sign, it's like you. And I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> not, not Owen Wilson. And Owen Wilson, I, I don't know what happened to this man. Okay, in this movie, he looks a hot mess. Like, he is not attractive in this movie. And say what you will about Owen Wilson, like, there was a phase where Owen Wilson was, like, fucking hot. Like, he was sexy, broken nose and all. Like, I know he's broken his nose, like, 50 million times, but Owen Wilson was a fucking sexy-ass man. 
And then don't even get me started on his brother Luke with that fucking big ass jaw and that big mouth. Oh, and those thin lips. Oh, those Owen Wilson, that, those Wilson bros are fucking sexy. So when I saw Owen Wilson in this movie, I'm like, why the fuck is Ellen in this movie? I'm like, why is Ellen DeGeneres in this movie? Like, he was giving me Ellen vibes. I'm like, why does he look like Ellen? And Ellen, like, is sexy. But, like, come on now. Like, Ellen is Ellen. Owen Wilson is Owen Wilson. And I don't know if it's the haircut. I think it's the hair. Or something. I don't know. Because, like, when I saw Owen Wilson with a shirt, there's a scene where Owen Wilson has his shirt off slightly. And I was like, oh, nipples. Okay. He looks hot. But then take away, take that hair away. Get that fucking hair out of here it's like curled under it's like it like he had a roller set in the night before <laughs> and the curls kind of fell <laughs> you know when you do a roller set you don't come out the curls you just let them just fall naturally <laughs> like that it was horrible. I don't know what it is. I'm like, Owen Wilson, get your shit together. Like, you didn't have a say. It's usually the opposite. It's usually like the black actors and actresses or people of color that their shit is fucked up. Like, they fucked Owen Wilson up in this movie. <laughs> like, the hair team fucked him over. Like, Jennifer Lopez is on point. Um, Lou was on point. Her character was on point. Like she and she has mixed hair. Like they did her hair good. Like she had she has curly natural hair, and her hair was looking good in this movie. There was another black girl in this movie. Her hair was looking good. She had I think she had braids. She had box braids. Everybody's hair, but them, but the white kids in the movie was looking kind of crazy. My boy, oh, is a Indian actor. I think he's Indian. I believe he's Indian. Let me, yeah. Oh, let me see. Cause he was the other math coach or math teacher. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. It, um, I can't even say his name. Atkashi. Atkash. Um, he was Coach Manny. His hair was looking good. His hair was looking good. Like, uh, I'm like, why is Owen Wilson looking crazy? Like, what the fuck? And, um, and it's like the power of Jennifer Lopez. Like, she made me believe, like, she was in love with him. Like, I, I could see why fucking men just love Jennifer Lopez. Or, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I... I can see how Jennifer Lopez got that fucking shit done with Diddy. Like, I would, I would fucking still song uh, songs for Jennifer Lopez if I could. Like, fucking Jennifer Lopez was like making me believe that she really loved Charlie. And Charlie was looking a hot fucking mess in this movie. <laughs> Like, I, Jennifer was bringing her A-game with this movie. Like, she was acting on point. She was fucking making me cry and shit. She was singing beautifully. She was looking good. She was performing songs and stuff. Like, Jennifer Lopez, like, this isn't your top top movies. Like, dude, 
you did that shit like you deserve a fucking oscar for this shit because you had me believing you were in love with owen wilson looking crazy in this movie and i am not saying owen wilson is ugly it's just like they did something they put him in a fucking portal to like fucking uglyville or some shit in this movie because he was looking smacked so um but everybody has their days everybody has has their weeks i don't know what it is it was his hair or something so she sees charlie holding a sign at the concert and it says marry me and she's like okay i'm gonna marry you and he's walking to the stage i'm like there goes ellen degeneres walking up on stage if it was if it was true i knew it wasn't ellen because if it was truly ellen she would have been dancing her way to the stage like ooh, ooh, and like yelling at people you know get this shit done right now um move the fuck out of my way um so anyways so they get married but it's like not legally binding which i feel like that's what tana mojo did i feel like they got married and it was just for show like that's i'm like oh the parallels okay so i feel like this is a story for tana mojo and yeah like that's what tana mojo did she got married for that clout and for the fans you know so they get married on stage it's not like they filed any papers or anything it was just like when you do stuff like that like especially like oh you get married in vegas like you literally have to sign papers even if you get hitched like you go run off somewhere and have someone marry you you can have a fucking pastor marry you but if you don't have the papers the legal documents to marry someone it's not official so she married him but it was all show but you know people don't research that shit they thinking like oh they're really married like no i'm pretty sure cat's character is like a millionaire why would she legally marry someone without a prenup you know off the street she wouldn't but you know she got a safe face and she was heartbroken and like desperate at the moment so she chose charlie he was holding a sign and she like kissed this dude and i'm thinking like how dangerous is that like what if you had a cold sore like and you just fucking kissed him but i guess you would have visibly seen it but people be dangerous on these streets now like just you can't be kissing people like that no more um and then you can't be pulling people on stage with you like that like how lucky is it that she chose charlie like he's not a fucking murderer he got he looks like a murderer in this movie but like luckily he was not that's why i'm like if i would have saw him i would have been like uh you no nope sorry you over there that's <laughs> like no but then again it's like i guess she went from running string to another because bastion is supposed to be like the top notch Ooh, he's so handsome to charlie who's like just a normal dude um with looks so yeah so i guess she just is like whatever i'm just gonna marry this dude and so like bastion is kind of saudi balls that she did that and she refuses to speak to him or tyra like tyra you're fired bitch so tyra's the assistant that slept with bastion she like get the fuck out of here i don't know what happened to tyra i think she got killed because we never see her again like they slit this bitch throat and just kill her because you know people got connections like that um so like we never see her again anyways so charlie and cat get swept away into a car and they're awkward and you know uh 
Charlie's trying to cheer her up. And I'm like, at this point in the car ride, this is where you truly find out that Charlie is not a weirdo psychopath. Because I feel like car rides are when you truly figure out people are, you know, murderers. You're like, two people, luckily there, there was a driver, but she's there and they're beautiful. Oh my God, let's just talk about the wedding gown. I bet most of the budget went towards that wedding gown, but it was so beautiful, so beautiful. Oh. So she's in this beautiful dress, crying upset, and he's just trying to cheer her up and everything. And she's just like, you know, have a good night. And the next day they were trying to, her and Kat and her manager were trying to figure out what to do next. Cause People think they're married. They got married on stage, you know. So everybody in the media wants to find out what's going on. What's what's doing, what's this? What are we gonna do? Her manager like, manager's like, well, good thing you're not really married because you don't know this guy, but he is actually on paper a good person. And Kat's like, you know what? I'm gonna stay married to him, you know, and spin the narrative. And you know, after a while, we just, I guess she, they didn't, she didn't really say break up divorce she just said let's stay together for a couple months and use this time to get some publicity done um have charlie come over we'll start filming some stuff together for social media and charlie's like what the fuck i'm a math teacher i'm not doing that shit like and so but they like say hey if you do this we'll help out the school we'll give you money you know it'll be good for you it'll be good for her you'll be helping her out and charlie's so good he's like caring and thinking about others he has a daughter he i feel like he's like if this were my daughter i would do it you know i want somebody to do this for my daughter you know help her out because jennifer lopez was like a little heartbroken puppy dog you know so He's like, okay, I'll do it. I'll go on this press run with you and we'll talk to the, you know, masses and they're doing stuff for social media. He starts carrying a freaking iPhone to, you know, keep up with the schedules and appearances. And he's sort of meeting her in the middle, I guess you could say. He's compromising just to make her happy, even though he doesn't even know her. Like, he's making her happy. He wants to see her growth. He wants her to come out of this, you know, unscathed and happy. You know, he's doing this press run with her just so her reputation doesn't go down the tank. I mean, not even that. Like, why would her reputation go down? But she is a woman in today's society so they would blame the woman they would make her seem like oh sad jen sad single jen you know they would make her out like that like the like just so sad like you get cheated on on the night before your wedding day or it gets exposed that you were cheated on the day of your wedding like people will make you out like a cat lady like literally her name is cat she would be the cat lady for the rest of her life so she's like i gotta get ahead of this we're just gonna act like a good happy couple and he's like yes let's do it i see what you're doing let's do this but yeah i think at a certain point charlie is like overwhelmed by it because it's like too much he's like what are you doing like this is too much who are you like have you ever just been alone by yourself to figure out who you are because this is such a machine you are being raised by robots essentially like everybody's in your business everybody runs your business and you seem like a good enough person that you have a good head on your shoulders to just do some stuff independently you know and she's like, you're right. Oh, my God. I am going to do it. I'm going to 
start doing some stuff by myself and so they get closer together you know they start she's like i'm gonna do a whole day without any help and like she actually you know conquers that mountain she's able to do stuff on herself uh, by herself independently and he was able to bring that out of her he like bettered her and like they say if you're in a relationship with someone you want to be with someone that brings the best out of you and i think he started bringing the best out of her he started to see her for her he did like the little things like when they had a school dance he got her a cassage and it was just so cute and it was like she was so excited she was like a little kid and like he challenged her to be better and i think she loved that it wasn't anything like to do with money i like i, I was like oh my god this is awesome because I know he didn't have as much money as her, but I wasn't really thinking of that. I was like, oh, my God, he's actually bringing something to the relationship. And it's not money, which is like, it's nice if you have money. I'm pretty sure he has some money or whatever, but teachers don't make that much money. They make a good amount, but I don't think they make that much. But he was actually bringing something to the table other than just money and looks. I feel like he was a good hearted man, which she needed. And he brought the best out of her. And I thought that was so nice. And then Kat being, you know, a millionaire. She was able to, like, just listen to him. And I feel like with her... What did she bring him, though? Let's see. I'm trying to think. I feel like she listened to him and made him believe in love again I guess because I feel like he was closed off from love because of his last marriage didn't work and he started to become more reserved he started to lose himself as well because he used to do fun exciting things um but I guess when his daughter was born he started to straighten himself out this is like me just filling the gaps because he was having a conversation with his daughter Lou about, oh, see, I used to do this. I used to do that with your mom. And then she said, yeah, and then you stopped or whatever, you know. So, I don't know. At some points, I sort of checked out. So, again, I was drunk a little. But um, I get the gist of it. I feel like he straightened up, became a teacher, and he just became work, 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 daughter, daughter, family life, you know. And probably lose mom was like i still want to fucking rock climb in tibet i don't know if there's fucking mountains in tibet i don't know but i still want to rock climb everest or some shit and he's like dude i work at this school i can't do that shit and we have a daughter you know and so people just you know go their different ways so anyways i feel like maybe he just she I don't know what did jennifer lopez give him oh i think that she helped lou and charlie loves lou and therefore he's like oh my god i love how good you are with my daughter therefore i love you i feel like jennifer lopez's character was really good with the kids and having them express themselves and be more comfortable in their own skin and you know 
everybody make mis- makes mistakes. Everybody gets embarrassed. Everybody has stage fright at some point. But you got to be confident and you taught them like tools and techniques on how to, you know, just not think about the failures or worry about the future. Just be present in the moment. And that really helped him like fall in love with her because he loves Lou. Like he, she really helped Lou a lot overcome her fears of stage fright with being in the mathletes and feeling like a failure. She like really gave Charlie's daughter confidence. So I think he, that pulled at his heartstrings a lot. And I don't know. I think Charlie is just like a full on, like woman lover like feminine i want to say feminist like all people should be feminists i'm not saying that i'm not gonna go into all the speech about feminism but charlie is a feminist like he loved his mom she then like oh my god yes okay so charlie is all for the ladies in this film yeah his best friend is parker who is a lesbian like more women he has a daughter he has an ex-wife and he has his new pop star girlfriend and he has a mom. <laughs> there is no mention of Charlie's dad. There is no mention of any other guy in this movie that Charlie even cares about except for those women. That's crazy. Okay, so yeah, like she pulls at his heartstrings when... um. Cat decides to take Charlie to the fair thing. I don't know what it is. She buys out this park for Charlie's birthday. And they go there and he's just so emotional about it because I think that was like the last place he went with his mom before his mom died. I think his mom was sick or something. So yeah, Charlie has like this really soft spot in his heart for his mom and his daughter. Like he just loves loves those women. And so I think cat really epitomizes or defines all of those things all in one for him because he's like oh my god you recognize what i've been through and you also recognize and realize and help with what i'm going through right now with my daughter oh my god that's deep i hope that makes sense but anyway <laughs> so charlie and Kat are doing all this uh, media appearances and he's eventually uncomfortable with the scrutiny you know because people are like why are you with him he is so not on your level but then I'm like he is on her level he gives her what she needs he is the missing puzzle piece to her life and they just they just make each other they just work and they grow closer together um and they spend time away from the media and her management. Um, so, yeah, Kat meets Charlie's students and Lou. He asks Kat to the school dance as his date. And, oh, it was so cute. The music teacher had did, like, um, had arranged something where they sung Kat's song. They were really good. Those kids were really great singers. Um, and then she performed a song on stage at the dance. It was just like, wow, how did the music teacher just know? Like, do all musicians just know every song? Like, <laughs> how do you remember? 
chords to a song like that's or is that like just tv magic like i feel like that's tv magic because i i i want to say it's sort of like if you ask me to memorize memorize the plot of a movie that i saw 10 years ago i'm like i have a slight remembrance of the movie but i don't know every detail like i feel like it's that like they probably know the beat or the whatever like okay this is this but do you know do you remember the notes like what note is it like what i don't even know if i'm using the right words but what chord is it in do you remember that like i remember (laughs) but what is that note like do you know that note off the top of your head yes no maybe let me know um (laughs) does that make sense anybody but yeah so yeah so she does that it's so cute and yeah that night they fuck it goes down like he puts on like one of his favorite songs and stuff and like sharing a piece of his you know personality with her and she just loves it he shows she he shows her who he is and she loves it and they make love and I'm just like oh my gosh and she walks in and she's looking at Owen Wilson I'm like oh I actually believe like they're in love like Jennifer Lopez is like really captivating like it's something it's crazy because Jennifer, I know this is like probably a tangent, but Jennifer Lopez reminds me so much of Zendaya. Well, Zendaya reminds me of Jennifer Lopez because Zendaya came out after she was born after Jennifer Lopez. Okay, but I feel like Zendaya is the future Jennifer Lopez. Like she can sing, dance and act. And I feel like they both have the same acting style. There were parts of this movie. I'm like, that looks like Zendaya or Zendaya looks like Jennifer Lopez when she's acting like I don't know how to explain it because Jennifer Lopez is the seasoned vet she is the diva and I feel like Zendaya will eventually get to that status because I feel like she's following the footsteps of Jennifer Lopez um she's a fashion icon she's beautiful she is a good actor she's a good singer she's a good dancer and Jennifer Lopez is all those things um so yeah I don't know I just wanted to go in that tangent but anyways um back to the movie <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson had sex and we saw the horny part where Jennifer Lopez is eating an apple I don't know why she was eating apple at this part which is kind of I don't know is was it like a teacher thing like oh he's a teacher I'm wearing his teacher shirt I'm wearing this I'm wearing this man shirt and then I'm eating this apple because I know it's not like some Adam and Eve thing like I know it's not some like religious thing like this is I'm eating the apple but like was it like a teacher thing because another apple shows up and it like makes a cameo in this movie where she's she oh yeah that's weird okay so the next time the apple comes up in the f- movie, they're at the school and she gives Charlie an apple. And then they have sex in the classroom, I believe, or something. I don't know what something went down because they closed the, the blinds. So every time they have sex, they, she's eating the apple or there's an apple. Is that like the signifier for me? So now apples are sexy. 
apples signify sex okay you heard it here people apples are sex spend the next few weeks together in a real romantic relationship it's so cute they're doing like all these things together and then charlie prepares his math team for math alone um and cat is really helping out the students a lot she teaches lou how to get over stage fright to dance to take your mind off the anxiety okay so out of nowhere in a frenzy bastion and his team of minions show up to announce that marry me has been nominated for a grammy which is cat's first nomination um and this is something that has really been a big like a big factor in cat's life and being like like being what's the word i'm looking for but i guess proving to people others that she is about her business i I can't find the word for it but like literally proving that she's worthy of being an entertainer or a singer you know that's really something she's insecure about like people not taking her seriously as a singer or entertainer and like having a nomination for a grammy is a really big deal to her and this is where the movie shifts and we're snapped out of la la land because it's like how why is bastion just popping up how did he oh maybe she was live streaming maybe i don't know but like how did you just show up at the school out of nowhere to announce this like who told her the fucking bitch ass i don't know that one lady gets on my nerves in this movie i usually like her i don't know her assistant name not is it melissa yeah she gets on my nerves in this movie i don't yeah melissa michelle she she gets on my nerves in this movie she's like so snobby so mean not even funny in this movie but normally she's like really funny and like upbeat some parts was like at the end it was funny there was a funny part where all the couples okay so everybody found love in this movie or like they started showing random people also but then they started showing characters that ended up in a relationship at the end of the movie and she was one of the people that ended up with the other math coaches and it was cute like that part was cute like she wasn't being mean she was actually being like funny and trying to be nice um but it was also funny because she was like sort of like what's that thing you do like math yeah that thing that made me fall asleep or something like that i don't know she made a cute joke but it was kind of mean but that was cute but her i don't know i just not did not like her character in this movie she was just a bitch um so anyway so they pop up and they like sort of sweep her away from charlie and the mathletes and it sort of shifts to like oh yeah you are famous and i guess charlie for me if that happened to me i'd be like oh was this fake or like real because i'm having real feelings for you and it sort of feels like you're going back into that mode of celebrity and i just don't fit and i feel like that's what happened with charlie he's like oh yeah we were doing this for publicity for her you know and i caught feelings 
But did she catch feelings? Maybe she did. I thought she was catching feelings. But I don't know. She is going with the super hot guy. He's so sexy. If I were her, I would sleep in him. Like, totally. Like, who the fuck am I? I'm just, like, regular Ellen-looking ass Owen Wilson, you know? So, I feel like he sort of got insecure. And, like, at that point, it wasn't really said clearly to me as an audience member that they were in a full-blown relationship. I feel like they were still dating, even though they were married, technically. They were dating and liking each other. I feel like they were in that stage of like, oh my God, I really like this person. Not like I love him yet, but like we're dating. And I'm like, if I change my mind about you, I'm free to change my mind about you. You know, if I want to get back with Bastion and fucking banging out with Bastion again, I'm allowed to do that. But I don't think they had that conversation to where like, hey, I like you. I don't want you banging it out with Bastion. And she's like, oh, I don't want to bang it out with Bastion. I just want to bang it out with you because just because you have sex with somebody does not mean you're together. So, but I, I feel like they just did not have that conversation. And this could have all been cleared out, cleared up with a conversation. But, you know, this is what makes great movies, people. You don't have conversations. You just let people get swept away and make people believe that there's the the rumors are true that you're back with Bastion and you're sleeping with him and shit because he's so sexy and I'm sexy and we're banging it out. Okay, so when the news breaks that she's been nominated, um, she gets swept away from the the um, mathletes practice and charlie's like oh I'm, i'll meet up with you later and she's like oh i have to go practice my routine because i'm gonna be performing it with bastion the marry me song with bastion at his concert so she has to go practice um it, but like later on she sees the performance and sees the chemistry on stage but like you can sort of tell like jennifer lopez is like don't touch me bastion like bitch I fucking hate you, but, like, he is hot. Like, it's sort of, like, it's just a sexiness. It's just so sexy, you know? It's just, he's just naturally, Bastion is just naturally sexy. And Jennifer Lopez is just naturally sexy. So, when they look at each other, it's just, like, sex, 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 sex. Even though, like, they probably hate each other. It's, like, a part where it's, like, okay, if I look at her, okay, I'm a woman. She's, like, uh, you disgust me. There's a part where she's, like, oh, my God. I hope Charlie isn't looking at this and thinking I want to fucking bang this dude. Even though we're both sexy and we're looking at each other sexily. I'm just like looking at him with hate. Like she was looking at Bastion with hate in her eyes almost because she was hurt. Um, But like being on the outside looking in. Charlie is like, oh my God, I'm not there. I have no power in this situation. I'm powerless. I don't know what to do, you know, um, yeah, I just, I have to get down there now, so he's like, he goes down there, and I don't even know where they were, I think they were at, I don't even know where they were, they were at the performance, and he came backstage, but I guess they missed each other, and ended up somewhere on a rooftop, where everybody had like a get together after the concert and we we're just talking about how great it was. But then Charlie got a little insecure and was like, I don't think I fit 
in this life and instead of saying like hey i'm sort of jealous i don't know where we are in this relationship i don't know if we're together or not i don't know if you're trying to get back together with him like instead of like being a little bitch boy and just like saying it he sort of like was like well you do you and i'm gonna do me and peace out homie and she was like what you breaking up with me in front of all these fucking people it was just like well all this was wasn't real right you know and still like and then it was like i hate when movies do this like they don't let people have a conversation like she started getting swept away at, like at i hate how convenient movies make it to make things so inconvenient but it's a movie because right when she's like i like she's like she was gonna be like i really care for you i love you you know but then everybody was like all up in her face all up in her ear like hey get up here have a toast with sebastian but instead of saying like hold the fuck up for a minute i'm about to lose the guy i love she gets swept away by her wranglers and stuff see that's the problem that's what charlie was trying to tell her ass like get rid of all these goddamn wranglers why do you have the, all these fucking people telling you what to do and you know it this serves as, as a plot device all these wranglers melissa's fucking ass and shit you know fucking get putting her fucking nose where it doesn't belong so anyways cat <clears throat> is really upset about this over the past couple days i don't know how long it takes to write a song but she came up with a whole song she's depressed sad and distraught and she's like at the piano making up these songs and stuff but like her popularity in society or in the media is like on the rise she's back on top bb um but she starts going in a different direction with her music and writes this banger this fucking banger on my way i'm on my way on my way back to you oh so beautiful i don't even know that so if that's the words but jennifer lopez was like she had me tearing up and i the only song that has ever made me tear up is when i see you again by wiz khalifa and charlie puth charlie puth I love that song. Anyways, I love Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth. I'm on my way. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, this song made me cry. I don't know if it was a mixture of, like, the... Just seeing it. And then the music, the melody. I, I love good, like, live orchestra moment. Like, this gave, this gave me a live orchestra moment. She was in a fucking ugly ass hat and she was like a newsboy hat just singing in her fucking peach pants that just fitted her just right. And she was just singing. She had that beautiful, you know, that Jennifer Lopez makeup that just she just glows. And then she has that like nude peachy lip. That's like her signature look. Like she just looks so glowy. She's just Jennifer Lopez is the epitome of glow. Like if you open the dictionary and look up the word glow, her fucking face is there because she glows. She has the most beautiful fucking skin. Even like without makeup. Even like you know how people look different without makeup. Like they look bad without makeup. Like she doesn't look the same with 
out her makeup, but her skin still glows. If you know what I mean. Like she looks different without makeup. Let's just say that. Like she's not ugly. Like she just looks normal without makeup. I'm not trying to say she's ugly or anything. Like she's not ugly. But she doesn't look like celebrity Jennifer Lopez. But her skin is beautiful. Like she has skin like my mom. And my mom has like this golden look. That's just so beautiful. It's like a natural golden look. And it's just so beautiful. And then she matches it with that fucking nude ass fucking lip. Oh, it's so pretty. But anyways, that's why I hate. Like there's a part in this movie where she's wearing like this dark lip. And I just hate Jennifer Lopez in dark lip. It just brings her fucking down. She looks so fucking scary. It reminds me of that movie she was in. When she was like in that dominatrix outfit. I don't even know what that fuck that movie is called and she went in that other world or something i don't know and she just looks so scary she just looks so scary i hate it but like i love her dewy looks i love her glowy just she looks like a fucking puerto rican angel i just love it love it um so (laughs) so anyway she performs on my way and that shit it's just so top charter and i'm like yes and like it's so fucking hard to have bangers in a movie like let it go and stuff like let it go was frozen had bangers like this is in the fucking ranks with frozen for me like i could sing these songs in my day-to-day not be embarrassed like i would sing frozen and not be embarrassed i don't care i would sing it and I was seeing these songs from this movie and not be embarrassed because this movie had bangers. I'm on my way, on my way back to you. That song is a fucking banger. So, Cat is on the um, Tonight Show starring well the host is jimmy fallon and everything and then someone is doing her makeup and everything and cat realizes that the mathlon it's the day before the mathlon when the makeup artist is telling or the stylist on the show is who is the lady from the good place i fucking do not know her name but i love her i fucking love her she's from the good place um and she's supposed to be in um she hulk too but i love her 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 bangs she has bangs she always had, i'm so curious where her forehead looks like people with bangs that just always wear bangs like dakota dakota got the biggest fucking forehead i'm like yes rock those fucking bangs baby because your forehead is huge so i'm like does she have a big ass forehead or she just like because i feel like her bangs eat her up like eat her face up like she has a beautiful face but then i'm like then again she might be hiding a gnarly ass forehead under there so you never know you never know hold secrets bangs hold secrets and she is holding a secret secret under those bangs because i'm like and then you like because her hair is so thick you can't see like skin so you don't you're like i don't know what forehead starts or stops well it stops at the brows but yeah you know what i mean like i don't know where it ends 
the forehead at the top. So yeah, she finds out from this makeup artist that the Mathalon, she follows Charlie on Instagram and he announced that the Mathalon is tomorrow and like she wished him good luck and like Kat is like, what? The Mathalon tomorrow? And she's like, she like realizes like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, son of a bitch. I really care about fucking Charlie. Like, what is all this? What am I doing? It's just like implanting her in her head like, damn. I really wanted to go to that mathathon. I really cared about Lou and Charlie. And so she goes on the show. She's sort of like all these old feelings come up. Like how fake fucking Bastion is. He's flirting with the makeup artist and shit. Which was kind of sexy. That was kind of sexy. When he was flirting with the makeup artist. Okay, I've got to say. So, um, yeah. So she's like, oh, he's still fucking skis. Hate him. He's face to get on stage with Jimmy Fallon and like it's just, I hate seeing Jimmy Fallon acting other stuff like Jimmy Fallon like you're funny I love you but this is just I hate see, I hate when late night show people act in movies it's not authentic and it's like awkward because Jimmy Fallon is so hilarious to me but this was just awkward and then it's like close-up shots of jimmy fallon when you're so used to seeing him off like one off like back like even on snl like you saw him like away from the camera like back 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 like get back but this shot was like up in jimmy's face and you saw everything hd and you're just up in his fucking face and shit and i'm like i don't know i want to see jimmy fallon's face back the fuck up so um yeah like He's on there. They're on there with Jimmy Fallon. And he says something to Kat that triggers her. And she's, he's like, yeah, you wrote On My Way for Bastion. And he wrote this song. Bastion wrote this song for you. And I, and you had Marry Me, which was a chart topper. Is that how you say it? Top charter? Top charter? Is that how you say it? I don't know. Chart chart topper <laughs> so yeah um yeah and she's like oh my god you're not right that's a fucking song for bastion's bitch ass and she corrects him but it was off air so they already went to break and she was like jimmy i didn't write that song for him i wrote it for you know charlie who i love and we're not back together you know and so right before they come back for break she runs out she's like i'm not doing this this isn't who i am or what i want she finally finds her voice to stand up for herself and like leave and so like what's gonna happen like she fucking has the top song and the probably the world and she's hot and she found love like she's like fuck this shit i'm leaving i'm gonna go get my man because she's like i made a promise i'm gonna fucking keep that shit because that's important to me and she just got swept up in the machine again and she's like you know what machine i'm not gonna let you sweep me up again i'm gonna you know you know you know you know i'm gonna do my thing so she leaves jimmy fallon and she's like in this fucking tight ass can't walk in dress and I was just like, that's hilarious. She's like, tick, 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 like trying to walk. 
<laughs> she can't walk. But she's trying to run, but she can't run because she's like strapped in this fucking tight ass dress. So she gets to the airport and they're like, let me help you. She's like, no, no, I don't need help. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And she's so headstrong. She's like, I'm going to do this. But then she gets there and like, can't get tickets. But then she figured like the manager is like, I got you a ticket ahead of time. I know that you really want to go. Here you go. We sorted this all out. Like everybody's trying to, you know, get her on her way back to Charlie, you know, back to us, you know, back to we. And so everybody's helping. She's like, so grateful they finally get to the freaking perform the the, the mathalon and we cut to lou being on stage and lou is freaking the fuck out like she was doing good until some little bitch ass little fucking donut eater kid i don't even i don't want to say donut eater what can i say this little butt muncher kid <laughs> started like antagonizing her and being mean like kids are mean uh he was like choke 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 you know and so um that was gross <laughs> so he starts mocking her on stage and she starts to freak out and it's like the last couple seconds she is a timed event timed question and she's like i I'm scared. I'm starting to freak out. But then her dad is like reassuring her, like it's okay. Like do the dance, do the. Everybody's like looking at him, and he's just doing the dance. He doesn't give a fuck because he loves his daughter so much, dude. Like he's do anything for her. So yeah, she's like, okay, I got it. She got the answer, but time ran out, and it's like, uh, womp womp womp. But even though. It may be Lou's worst day of her life. This is Charlie's best day of his life because you know what? Cat got there in time. Sorry, Lou, but Cat got there in time. You didn't. <laughs> so don't be jealous. But yeah, like, okay, so Lou <laughs> didn't answer the question in time and she felt like a failure. But then her dad cheered her up and it's like i know that little girl probably was like when she got home she was like pissed at herself but i also appreciate that the movie was like okay she failed and it's like not perfect but she'll work through it like it's not like uh i don't know why did they make the kids fail but the grown-ups were happy that was weird that's funny like, she was feeling left and right. She had divorced parents. She was hanging out with kids she didn't really like. She had lost the competition. Like, damn. This is her villain origin story. If Lou ends up a bad person in life, just know. this. These were the stepping stones. Like, she is probably... And then her... Oh, okay, so in the end... <clears throat> Kat and Charlie get together. So if Lou grows up as a celebrity, like the daughter of a celebrity and grows into like the next generation of the celebrity family thing, you know, dynamic, she is going to be a villain, like straight up villain. That shit's going to go to her head. I hope she's all right. I hope she comes out all right. Because... Yeah, it might be a tough road for her. She better, I hope he sets her up with therapy or some shit. So anyways, 
like I said, Kat got there in time. She's like, I'm so sorry that I lost track of us, you know, and I made my way back to you. I'm on my way back to you and I'm here now, you know. So she holds up the sign. She's like, please marry me. And it was so cute. And it says again. And Charlie just runs off the stage like a little fucking pansy bitch. And he's like, oh, yes, Jennifer Love has a marry you again. They sorry totally start making out and it was so cute and all the students were like ew so gross so yeah it was so cute and then they were all living together and i think were they at his house i don't even know it looked like they were like in a a mixture of her house and his house i didn't even pay attention but the dog was there and the dog was so funny because it scared jennifer lopez and they kept that shit in that was f hilarious. And they show um, Bastian having a threesome at the end. They show Melissa, who I did not like. She ended up with the other, the the opposing team of the math at the mathathon. He was the coach of the other mathletes on the other team, and she ended up with him. I think did Sarah Silverman end up with somebody? I think a lot of people ended up with people. I think. Did Jamila end up with... Fuck. I think Jamila ended up with the music teacher or some shit. Oh, no. It was the manager. She ended up with the manager. I'm like, who did she end up with? Yes. Okay, so she ended up with Colin Calloway, which I forgot, who was like... I had choice for the manager. He was Kat's manager, Jennifer Lopez's character's manager. And he was just, like, the sweetest manager ever. Like, I would love him if he was, like, like, he must be, like, the Gen Z of managers for celebrities. Like, I don't know how to say it, but, like, he was, like, really nice. He was very really kind. He wasn't, like, a jerk like Melissa. Like, Melissa was, like, that, like, Melissa's role was the typical manager trope that they usually have in movies colin was the typical assistant role like you know what i mean like mood of assistant but they flipped it almost and i like that like colin was super sweet and melissa was a fucking bitch and i hated her oh my god but colin was super sweet and okay and i was like it's so weird that he's so nice and they got along like they were he was like you have to do this you gotta, you gotta do that and they had like true heart-to-heart -heart conversations and he like actually listened to her and respect her like he he worked for her like she didn't work for him bitch like you're managing my life but you don't run me bitch you know like in some movies the manager is like a skis ball enforcing people to do stuff he would be like it would be nice if you did this like i don't know if word for word but like that's what he would put stuff into perspective for her he would be like well we have this going on we have that going on and then like when bastion was cheating on her and stuff he's like no he, i don't want you to see but it was more like i feel like he was protecting her more so than protecting the brand he did not want to have her heart broken Rather than, oh, you have to do this because of the numbers type thing. You have to marry Sebastian because of the, the numbers. No, I think it was more of a, like, they were friends. A friendship relationship. Like, he actually cared about her. 
whereas melissa's character was more of like business like numbers status if that makes sense you know she was more that maybe that's why i did not like her i just oh i hate her the manager was not evil and trying to break them apart he was actually aiding he was actually helping whereas melissa was sort of the driving force between them but then melissa ended up with a fucking math teacher herself like what the fuck bitch like you want to be me so bad but you ain't me so you hate me and you hate on me and you're so mean to other people around me so whatever anyways and then they had this cute little guy he was um recording jennifer lopez's day-to-day he was so cute he had like camera and locks he had locks he was a black guy he was so adorable like he he uh did his fucking thing in this movie i would have been happy as fuck like he didn't have to do too much but he had like lines and you get to star next to jennifer lopez oh my god like fuck yeah so let's get into it like the things i liked didn't like do i recommend this movie hell yes i recommend this movie yes the movie was not that long it got straight to the point there are some bangers in this movie it's just and it's a rom-com like come on if you like rom-coms and you just want to watch something like you know with your boo or whatever like yeah there are moments that are kind of awkward like but what movie doesn't have that and i can't even think of them because it's like insignificant there are some weird ass movies i mean there are some weird ass moments in this movie that i'm like they could have just took that out like i said before this movie was probably done in like a month but it's on point because it's a jennifer lopez production you should watch it like yeah i didn't like melissa are like but i have a love-hate relationship because it's like again i expected the manager to be the mean one um but it was melissa so she did her part okay i just hated how old wilson looked why did they make him look so bad why i mean like because even on Owen wilson's best day i would not think he would be with jennifer lopez like they don't seem like a match like he doesn't seem like okay when you saw marley and me you're like okay that makes sense him and jennifer aniston that makes sense okay and i'm not making it a white thing or a black thing um or a puerto rican thing she yeah i'm not making a, a white or puerto rican thing i'm just saying like i don't think Owen Wilson would date like so he wouldn't date me like would you see Owen Wilson with me like some people you're like I wouldn't expect them to be there together but then it, it surprises you it's like okay I, I expect that I could see it happening and so like I think that Jennifer Lopez sold me on like her acting skills that okay she would fuck Owen Wilson because she was literally kissing him i didn't like how owen wilson was kissing her but jennifer lopez was like really like fucking tongue and his ass down like she, she was being sexy with it owen wilson was kind of being like weird about it and like it's not like jennifer lopez has huge lips or anything like you know i have big lips so when i kiss somebody with thinner lips it's kind of weird and it doesn't work and it's kind of, I don't know, I don't like kissing people with, like, super thin lips. Because it's just weird. But, like, 
they both have like the same amount of lip area to kiss on each other so it's like why are you kissing her like that like you don't want to kiss her i was just like do you not want to kiss her and then he kept having it i wonder if they like laid some ground rules like you have to kiss me from this side because my nose because Owen Wilson does have a big nose so like they kept kissing from one side on one side so i wonder if it was like okay every time we kiss you gotta lean your head to the right because i'm gonna go for the left your left not my left your your my right your left right okay got it get it got it every time that's how i kiss every movie so i wonder if like every movie he kisses like that but yeah like i did not like how they made him look in this movie because like there was an age okay maybe it was after marley and me where Owen Wilson just was not sexy to me anymore. But like, and I think Owen Wilson was the sexiest. And fight me on this. In Zoolander, he was fucking sexy as fuck in that movie. I don't know if it was the confidence. I don't know if it was like the little, the baby abs. But he was fucking hard. He was in Bliss. I didn't watch that yet. Was he ugly in Bliss? I watched like a little recap on Bliss. With him and Selma Hayek. Because he gets cast with... That's the unfair thing. Like, these men get cast with beautiful, hot-ass women. And it's like, dude, come on. But, like, Owen Wilson was... Like, he had the fucked-up nose. And that was sort of... Like, that was part of his charm. Like, his nose being fucked up. I remember seeing him in movies. His shit was fucking black and blue. Because he had just broke it. He had just broke that shit. And it was just fucked. But I was like, oh my god, that's so fucking sexy. Like, he's still sexy. His nose is fucked up right now. <laughs> and he's fucking hot. But, um... I guess I'm just thinking of Zoolander. I don't know. He just that Zoolander was in 2001, and then when was Wedding Crashers? Was he hiding wedding? I think he was hot. That's what I'm saying. Like after Marley and me, I think he just went. Oh, he was in Night at the Museum. That was 2006. 2006. So I don't know. I don't know, people. I feel like. After Marley, I think Marley and me did it for him. It fucked him over. He just got ugly. <laughs> he's not ugly. But anyways, he's just not hot in this movie. Because I feel like in Bliss, he looks kind of sexy in Bliss. So maybe it's just somebody fucked him over. They put that ugly ass roller set in his fucking hair and didn't comb it out. And they gave him the Ellen treatment and it was just ugly on him. I just hated it. I hated how he looked in this. So this is the part of the podcast where I get to talk about the horniest part of the movie. I thought the horniest part of the movie was when <laughs> Jennifer Lopez kept eating those apples. I mean, there was an apple in every fucking sex scene. I don't know what they were doing with these apples, but she was just nibbling on those apples like a mouse. And I was just like, that's sexy. She had a green apple. She had a red apple. I don't know if that was a Granny Smith or a Fuji. Fiji? Fuji? I love Fuji apples. My, What are your favorite apples? Because there are differences i hate those fucking school lunch apples those suck ass those are just just the plainest like driest fucking shit ever i hate those but like if you ever 
had a bad relationship with apples it's probably because you're eating the wrong one like there are so many apples just get you a little fucking have a day get you like 10 bucks and just get every fucking apple variety there is at your local grocery store and just fucking taste them it's like with the eggs like if in that scene with julie roberts she was like the runaway bride and she had to figure out what egg she liked there's an apple for everyone because for me i was like maybe it's green apples maybe green apples are my jam nope yellow apples mm -mm. red apple fuji the big fat fucking juicy looks like the fucking size of a child's head those are fucking good as fuck granny smith not for me no nope sorry fuji what i don't know what the other apples are called but they're not for me. I love a Fuji apple and it has to be big and fat. Big fat Fuji. Okay. So anyways, those apples were pretty horny. And then the, the end where Bastion was with the makeup artist um, getting his makeup done on the Jimmy Fallon show. Um, and he like touched her face. He touched her lip ring. And that was like with his thumb. That was fucking sexy. I would have fucking sucked this dick. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure my kids don't breathe. <laughs> I'm in my office right now talking about this shit. But anyways, I would have like, I would have let him fuck me with that thumb. Because <laughs> that was hot. I was like, oh my God, that's hot. Yeah. Oh, and hornier a horny part was like the back of jennifer lopez's costume with the crucifix that part going in her butthole that part that that was horny that was pretty horny that was a pretty horny cross you know so yeah um <laughs> i'm gonna end it on that i'm sorry if i offended any christians out there or anybody that worships the cross you shouldn't be worshiping the cross that's wrong you should only worship god but um not to be preachy because i'm not even religious or anyway i don't know i'm not, i don't know what i'm talking about when it comes to that stuff but anyways yeah i'm not religious in any sense of the word <laughs> but yeah i do know that so yeah um I'm going to leave it there and I hope you guys made the decision to watch the movie. I enjoyed it. If for anything, watch it for the music because you will be like, yes, bang it out. It's fucking good. And the guy Maluma, he is a really good singer. He's like, I don't know. It's something about singing in Spanish to a fucking nice ass beat that just like it's like oh yeah makes you want to dance i don't even know what you're saying right now it's like fucking hot this is fucking good i love it so yeah i don't know if that sounded right it's yeah anyways but anyways thank you guys so much for listening um again the links will be down below for my instagram it is jr uh meow pod on instagram jr meow pod on instagram and no that is not that's totally not the initials of me and my ex it, those are my initials you know it works out that my last name has the same initial it's essentially the same okay so 
my last name is essentially the same name as my ex's name. So it all works out in the end for me. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will catch you guys next time. Bye.